I'm Ryan. Welcome to Bible on the Beach today. We've been going through the book of Acts. Today we'll be in uh, chapter uh, 19, uh, verses 13 through 20. And my focus in Bible on the Beach is always to help us understand uh, the Bible, how God's talking to us every day. Um, and it's so that disciples can make disciples uh, and so that churches can plant churches. Now, the reason for this is because um, <clears throat> someone who follows God, a disciple, can help someone else follow God, become a disciple, a follower of Jesus. You know, the internet's full of followers, but following God is all about following one person, caring about what one person thinks about you and what he wants you to do with your life. So when we say that we're followers of Jesus, that means that we follow him, that we're disciples, we teach other people to do that. And then what happens is, 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 is as groups of people who are followers of Jesus <clears throat> uh, sprout up around the world, those are called churches. So you can see that a church is not a building. Um, it's not a budget. It's just a group of believers uh, that come together to lift up Jesus and try to figure out what it is that he wants them to do with their lives in this world. It's very, very simple. We tend to complicate things. Systems tend to complicate things. Jesus is very simple, very straightforward. <clears throat> he talks to us through this book, leads us by the Holy Spirit every day. That's the point of following God. So we've been learning this because we've been going through the beginning of the church, the foundation of the church. It's <clears throat> been very exciting when you think of God as fluid and dynamic, talking to you every day, telling you where to go, telling you who to talk to. Very, very exciting uh, to follow God when you let go of all of the religion and you hold on to the relationship that you have with him, the, the promptings that he gives you, <clears throat> um, that the desires to, to do his will in the world is very exciting. So today we're in Acts chapter 19. It says, God kept releasing a flow of extraordinary miracles through the hands of Paul. Now, God gave the gift of miracles to back up the proclamation of what Paul was teaching. So when God does miracles today, uh, they're multidimensional in what he's trying to accomplish. Yes, yes, he's trying to help the person, and he's also trying to promote the gospel, to promote the church, to promote his disciples. That's why God gives miracles. So because of this, people took Paul's handkerchiefs and articles of clothing, even pieces of cloth that had touched his skin, laying on them the bodies of the sick and diseases and demons left them, and they were healed. <clears throat> so this is extraordinary. Um, an extraordinary miracle, um, but this is how God was moving in the early church. Uh, does God still move this way today? Perhaps. I've, ne I've never seen it. I've never seen someone uh, touch a handkerchief and be healed. Doesn't mean it can't happen. Um, I think it depends on the space and the place that you find yourself in. Uh, desperation is also a factor, and, and how people think about God is a factor as well. But these people were very open, very hungry, <coughs> very much wanting God to move in their lives. And so that factored in. Now it says that there were seven itinerant Jewish exorcists, sons of Sceva, the high priest, who took it upon themselves to use the name and authority of Jesus over those who were demonized. They would say, we cast you out in the name of the Jesus that Paul preaches. <clears throat> One day, when they said those words, the demon and the man replied, I know about Jesus and I recognize Paul, but who do you think you are? 
Then the demonized man jumped on them and threw them to the ground, beating them mercilessly. He overpowered the seven exorcists until they ran out of the house naked and badly bruised. So <clears throat> what's happening here is that the Bible says that the name of Jesus is powerful. The Bible says that Jesus, uh, the name of Jesus is stronger than every other name. In fact, it says that Jesus is the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords, and he's literally the name above every other name. So the name of Jesus has power. You say the name of Jesus, there's power literally in the name of Jesus. If you come up against an obstacle, you can say to it, Jesus. If you come up through a trial, you can use the name Jesus. When you come up against a demon or a devil, you just say the name of Jesus. That's what the Bible teaches. It's not hocus pocus. It's not some formula. There's been hundreds of times in my life I've literally just said Jesus. In fact, you might want to practice that right now. Think about your problem that you're facing right now and you just say Jesus. Think about the circumstance that you're facing right now and you just say, Jesus. Think about the miracle that you need in your life right now and you just say, Jesus. Now, as you say the name of Jesus, you will find peace and you will have power. You will find peace and you will have power. How to use the name of Jesus in every situation, in all situations, if you follow Jesus. In fact, we don't lean on the name of Jesus enough. We don't speak Jesus over our problems, over our mountains, over our trials, over our circumstances, over our family, over our marriages, over our friendships, for our businesses enough. <clears throat> I encourage you to learn this powerful principle. These people were so, these people may not have even known the Lord, but they were astute and intelligent enough to understand that there was power in the name of Jesus. How much more so, if you know God, is there power in the name of Jesus? So remember, you have a secret weapon for whatever you're going through in life. It is literally the name of Jesus, and you can speak it out and you will experience peace and power in that situation. So <clears throat> what happens here, all of the people in Ephesus were awestruck, both Jews and non-Jews, when they heard about what had happened. Great fear fell over the entire city. And listen to this, and the authority of the name of Jesus was exalted. <clears throat> Church doesn't have the power the name of Jesus has the power. Remember, a church is just a group of believers. A group of believers that do what? Lift up the name of Jesus. When you lift up the name of Jesus, that, that is where the power is. That's where the power is. That's where the authority is. That's where the strength is. And God will help you with it. Now, many believers publicly confess their sins and disclose their secrets. So along with the name of Jesus came the confession of sin and they disclosed their secrets. You see, when you use the name of Jesus and God really starts moving powerfully, this is how you'll know. You'll begin to tell on yourself 
and you won't need other people to do it. God, the, God moves powerfully in our lives through the name of Jesus and it's manifested by us managing ourselves and confessing our sins. <clears throat> so I want to encourage you to manage yourself and to confess your sins. You don't need a sign of a mature believer is when you manage yourself spiritually and you know you're doing it when you confess your sins. You don't need somebody else to do it for you. Now, large numbers of those who'd been practicing magic took on took all their books and scrolls and spells of incantations and publicly burned them. When the value of the books and scrolls was calculated, it came to several million dollars. The power of God caused the word to spread and the people were greatly impacted. You see, it's only God who can give us his strength. It's only God who can give us his power. And it's only God who can allow us to have the strength and the courage and the nourishment to live for him every day. And it's only God and the name of Jesus and his power that causes the church to grow and give us the strength to be who God wants us to be in every space and in every place that we find ourselves in this life. Now, I don't know about you, but I love coming to God's word every day. Every day he shows me something that I can see, something that I can hear, and something that I can feel to grow closer to him. I hope this has been encouragement to you today. This is why I do this, because I want you to grow close and be strong in your relationship with God. Now, if this has helped you, it's helping a lot of people, um, would you do me a favor and just text someone and tell them about it so that they can follow along uh, every day and they can receive these. Uh, I'm on a five or six year journey of teaching the entire Bible on the beach. God's put it on my heart. I'm being faithful. And as I am, I hope that it helps you. I hope it blesses you. And I hope it encourages you. And until next time, I hope that you have a beautiful day. I'm Ryan. Welcome to Bible on the Beach today. We've been going through the book of Acts.